Hello, everyone. This is Peter Wilco Wilkinson. We're here for the Locked On Lads, the Man Cave, the Things of the Year edition for 2023. Yes, last time you heard from us, we were talking Valentine's Day, all the things we love. So we thought we'd come back again and do another episode about all the things we love, but slightly different. Uh, we are back. I am joined tonight by Cal, McDad, and Butters. I'm going to go around the table in a sec, but thank you, everyone, who has been listening to the podcast for the last year. Somehow people were, even though we released one episode, but thank you wow. very much. <laughs> Butters, yes. since you're going to chuck your, your nose in there, how are you, mate? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Right. Living the dream. Living the dream. That's it. Fixing stuff, muting, <laughs> muting yourself and all kinds of cool stuff. We, yep. um, we've done, just so everyone knows, we have done zero prep for tonight, except for the fact that we said we would be here at a fake time, 9 o'clock, and, and a normal time, 8 o'clock in Queensland, for all the normal people out there. So that's the, that's the limited preparation we've done for tonight. So we well, don't know what you're going to get, but I'm also joined by McDad. How are you, mate? I am good. I actually have done a bit of prep. Oh, oh. look at you go. Oh, well done. I can't yeah. remember anything that I did last year, so <laughs> I need to do a little bit of prep. <laughs> um, we are also joined by Cal. How are you, mate? I am good for a Tuesday evening. Good to. It is Tuesday good evening. To be back. It? Tuesday. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some of those are you know, every day is the same now. <laughs> it's a bit hard yeah. to remember. It's been Honestly, a long week already. It's, it's been a nightmare. No, I've hardly been in the sh- in the work, but um, I still feel like I've done way too much. So yeah, that's where we are at. So it is. Early January, we're just ticking over into the third week of January now. Hope you guys all had a good New Year's. But as I said, we're going to get into what we've been doing for the last 12 months is is how we're describing it. So we're going to catch up with what the games we've been playing, TV shows, movies, all that kind of stuff. And that's how you guys are going to catch up to us. And then we're going to come back a little bit more regularly from now on. Uh, we're aiming for... I haven't even talked to these guys too much about what, what, what we're planning, but we've got some stuff planning. So... Uh, in hopefully two weeks you might get a special episode and then we're going to alternate uh, the man cave and then there'll be a man cave sort of uh, mental health catch up uh, so you get two episodes a month uh, until we decide that's too much or too little and we'll go from there. Does that sound good to everyone? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Sounds like a plan. Look at that. Podcasting 101. Throw to (laughs) everyone and not a a single person and just get everyone talking at once. It's great stuff. Um, I want to start because on my screen it goes a certain direction if we go clockwise. I'm going to start with Cal. Let's start with just give us a game that you've played in the last 12 months. It doesn't have to be anything new. Just give us a game in the last 12 months that you would... Well, hold on. Are we going to go like a top five? Are we just going to go top three? Or just going to name a game and then go talk about it and go around each one? That's how much. Oh, I don't have done. five games to talk yeah, about. So let, let's go. stick okay. with one. Cal, you're, one. Going to stick, you're going to stick with one. So go, Cal. All right. I'm going, to break, I'm, going to, I'm going to break them all mainly because everyone around who's been involved in any form of the man cave will know, or podcasting recently with us will know that all I've been doing is Star Citizen and iRacing. However, one game that I will refer to that I played a bit of and I actually got into it. It was a bit of a surprise packet. Was Starfield? I didn't think I was going to like it. I bought it on. I got it through the Xbox um, Game online Pass. Game Pass, and it got hooked into me. Um, it, it's it's an RP. Obviously, for those who are living under a rock, it's a, obviously it's a, an RPG star game from. Um, but it's an art kind of like a star. I can say it's a sort of star simulation light because it sort of has touches of Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen and No Man's Sky and 
all these bits and pieces, but they've done an incredible. I personally think they've done an incredibly. They've done an incredibly good job of it. Um, didn't end up finishing the main quest because I just got caught in side quests here, there, and everywhere. Um, but even the side quests themselves are awesome. So I know Wilco, you you played a bit of this as well, didn't you? You played the main quest before you went away. Yeah, I had a deadline, so I had. We went to America <laughs> last year, and the game came out like a couple of days before that. So I, I ended up purchasing the super early extra extra access, um, and got in five days early and started playing it and finished it like the day before we flew out. So finished it as in roll credits. You don't yep. finish Starfield. It's like don't, yeah. it's, one simply one simply does not finish Starfield. Exactly. No, so. I look I really enjoyed it it's it's like Star Citizen but um, not as involved and, and mm. ha- a quarter of no a, probably a tenth of the development time and <laughs> complete and probably half a, a quarter of the bugs so um, it, it really scratched that itch of um, wanting to do star like trekking type of exploring and and have a bit of a storyline which turned into a a fairly sort of it was a half predictable but fairly epic storyline i yeah. guess so um if you haven't played it i'm going to spoil it anyway but you get to the end and you you do this cool new game plus option which is you've got to you can either keep on going with your game as if nothing has happened and just go on with your game and um or you can start again basically with all the knowledge you have lose everything uh get a cool chip and and uh have the game start all over again but obviously a little bit different and then mm. you keep on finishing the game and things change a little bit and all that kind of stuff but um i got through the game really enjoyed it and sort of defeated the bad evil started again and went i'm just going to be a pirate of pirates and i'm going to go out to a system where there's really bad people and i'm going to start building this doing the settlement side of things and and i'll i'll kill all the pirates and take all their their bad stuff to the bad places and sell it for money and um and then sort of fell off because i went overseas and came back and and you know a month without it was didn't know where to go and what to do and just haven't got back to it but it was really good so yeah but did you end up playing it because you're a big yeah idiot oblivion oblivion and all that no what is it starfield who produced starfield it's Skyrim. Uh, Skyrim. 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 Yeah. yeah. My he's, brain he's, is not working this he's, year. He's <laughs> waiting. That he's waiting for oh. it to come out on his mobile and also on his fridge before he actually starts playing it. No, I played it uh, quite a bit on stream. Uh, stopped playing it in November because a uh, like a dragon Gaiden dropped. Um, uh, I haven't got back to it because there's a bug that's stopping me from finishing a side story. And oh, I was just really? like, oh, okay. Um, I don't want to actually have to cheat to get this to work, so I'm just shelve it for now. <laughs> you wait for the update and move on. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, there is an actual proper expansion coming out for it, which I'll be, I think that's when I'll jump back in. So, yeah, I, I got to actually get on and finish it on stream. Um, I might just, you know, get in, finish it off, but uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of games this year that I want to play. Well, there's a game this year that I want to play. It'll probably take me most of the year. Yeah, I'm in the same boat with that. But, uh, yeah, I want to go back and mainline it just to get the mainline um, thing finished. But I got too caught up in doing, like, there's a side oh, quest. Oh, you can go anywhere, can't you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but there's, a, there's a side quest in it that kind of, and I've got a feeling that they've ripped off a few plot lines from various, like, bits and pieces. Like, for example, there's a kind of an aliens plot line in there that is 
Ah, uh, yes, know, I remember that one. Yeah, there's a, there's an aliens plotline. There's a plotline that's kind of lifted from Fast and Furious. There's, um, yeah, it's kind of just some weird there shit going. Yeah. Oh, not maybe not Fast and Furious. Maybe Point Break kind of s kind of thing. Like a you know infiltrate, you know, go undercover as a bad guy, um, to, mm. and then decide whether or not you can stay as a bad guy or a good guy. Yeah, it's just I I, I kind of got way caught up in that, and then yeah, same thing. I think. No, it was after I got back from the states, or maybe I was just about to go. I can't remember. But either way, I just same thing. Something it life got in the way, and you got back. I'm sure. Never got back. Yeah, <laughs> never got back into it. So anyway, um, did you listed it this year? Have a crack, McDad, at Starfield. Uh, I think I played about three minutes. Three minutes was it a good three minutes. Yeah, I think so. And that wouldn't have even got you out of the uh, character creation. <laughs> no, I got, it was 20, 20 minutes. So I got, I was down in the mining cave, I think. That's as far as yeah. I got. Yeah. And there was too much story for me, so I gave up. <laughs> yes, you don't like story, I understand. Damn so more. you should get into Star Citizen, I reckon. That would be the one. No story there. <laughs> no story there. Partial gameplay. <laughs> I honestly thought you were going to say Avatar when you did that big spiel. Me? And, um, yeah. I've actually played it. I yeah. didn't get it. My... My daughter's actually, my oldest daughter's actually a big Avatar fan. Um, and she actually asked for it for her birthday. And I'm like, excellent. Um, <laughs> have played it. Um, I'm, I'm going to be a bit contentious here and say I'm a bit underwhelmed. It's not what it it plays. I mean, we were admittedly playing it on a reasonably decent machine. It's probably a generation prior to current gen laptop, like a bit of gaming laptop. And I just wasn't, everyone was raving about how good the graphics were and how good the, the scenery was and admittedly I haven't gone through and optimised it but yeah it just wasn't sold it's another Ubisoft console game that they've ported to PC so it uh, has mm-hmm. all of that kind of you know it, it's it's a bit half baked for PC I guess it'd be perfectly fine on the Switch or the PS5 or whatever whatever your flavour happens to be I guess but no I just it, it, I mean, admittedly, I was only playing through the bits which my daughter couldn't fit, couldn't get through. But even then, I was like, "Yeah, it's okay." Um, I imagine if I played through and played and like played the plot, I'd probably get more into it. But even then, I've heard the plot's not great. So, yeah, I don't know. Not not I'm, I'm whelmed on it. Not overwhelmed. Yeah. Not underwhelmed. I'm whelmed. It's a shame because it is the next step from Massive after the Division Two, technically. Mm. So yeah. Um, I know oh, look, they've got Star Wars coming out as well, but, yeah, this was supposed to be the next game. So. It was, and they have put a lot of effort. Oh, look, and to be honest, it doesn't disappoint. I just don't think it was like it didn't wasn't the blow my socks off, oh, my God, I'm going to go get this now on Steam or we couldn't get it on Steam anyway because of the whole weird Steam epic nonsense <laughs> that Ubisoft are doing. But, yeah, just went, eh, I'll probably... I don't know. I've, I've gone, I guess I'm anticipating other things, um, other interesting games, bigger and better things out of certain other franchises that shall remain nameless but involve sand. <laughs> yeah, well, um, Prince of Persia, you won't be able to get on Steam then either. No, uh, Epic Games you can I'll, though. You can get it through Epic okay. Games. Because it's getting really good reviews and I'm actually it, keen for that. So Yeah. Anyway, oh well. Mm. Um, McDad, mate, what's a game that you've been playing for the last 12 months that you love? Uh, that I love? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Diablo 4 I played for a bit. Um, well, you nice. did too. That's right. That was last year. Interest after a while. <laughs> um, what You finished it, right? And you, did you go into Season 1? or what, is uh, it I, Yeah, I did a little bit of Season 1. But, yeah, I don't know. I lost interest in it. 
Have you again another game I forgot? Another game I forgot came out. I didn't. Yeah. It, that's been one of those years, right? Where so much stuff stuff has come out that's actually been good that I've forgotten what's come out. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it's the only it's the only game I bought this year. Really? That's yeah, huge. I just haven't played any games at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, there I you bought go. it three times, but <laughs> I think <laughs> I got it twice. So yeah. you're not alone there. So I, I keep on getting interested to go back into it, but the whole season starting a new P- character. It won't run on my PC, so um, that makes life a bit difficult. I want to talk to you because I know there's something you did get last year: the Rock Ally. Yes. Tell me about it. It's good, yeah. I'm loving it. Um, hooked it up to my TV the other day. Work, works pretty well on the 4K TV. So, um, does, yeah, does just, I got that so I could play Diablo on it. Um, it's good. You can sit there and play it for a bit. So, does all does all the things Windows does. Um, not any issues with it. So, apparently this this SD card can stop working, but I haven't had that problem yet. So, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So. Yeah, um, Butters, you got a game yes. to throw at me, mate? Is it Yakuza? Uh, it is a Yakuza game, yes, <laughs> technically. Um, so the, there was two Yakuza games that came out last year. Uh, it was the re-release of Like a Dragon Ishin, so that was oh, for the, the Western audience. Yeah. Uh, and then there was Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name in November. Um. I'd probably go more with Like a Dragon Gaiden just because, you know, it's following the story line kind of thing, whereas Ishin's just sort of a, a spin-off for the entire series. So you got the characters in there, but it's completely different. They don't act the same, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I played the absolute shit out of Like a Dragon Gaiden. Um, it was about 90 hours for a playthrough that I did on that, I think. That's not too bad. Yeah. And that's completing Is that literally completing everything? Uh, I didn't 100% it. I I did um, probably got about 80 to 90% of a completion on it, but I completed the storyline to it. Um, And, yeah, it was really good. Nice. Because it brought back some of the stuff that you played in like older titles as when you're playing against Kiryu. Um, so it's sort of like a, hey, you remember this thing, right? You remember doing this as a thing, as a side thing in those games. It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Nice. Does it, I mean, having that though, that would, I guess, does it detract from, if you were like from, for example, if I was to pick that up as the first ever Yakuza game that I had, would I... Do you think I'd end up having an issue with, like, what's this about? Or you can kind of play it without not having to understand the backstory? Um, the story does sort of pin off the backstory a little bit, uh, but it's more just understanding why this person, Joryu, is hanging around and it's not Kiryu, but he looks like Kiryu if you're that much... Um, if you know that much about the game kind of thing. But right. you can jump in and just play it because it's, it's good, but a lot of the stuff that they've got in there, like, it's not sort of in your face, hey, do you remember this? It's just sort of, hey, there's this person, which, you know, person that starts here would be like, oh, okay, that's that's a guy, whereas I'm like, 
oh fuck it's that guy yeah okay so it touches it touches on stuff for the ones that have got the got the got the you know the love for the genre or the love for the series but you can still play and go oh yeah that's some guy yeah yeah oh, that's good yeah because uh, ultimately the storyline doesn't i mean the end of it you just sort of like oh okay um that's interesting way to end that but for somebody who's played from yakuza zero through to six it's quite the emotional ending because ah. it's literally closing off kiryu's story well sorry joryu's story because he's not kiryu anymore kiryu's dead <laughs> oh he just ruined the whole series yeah, god damn it <laughs> ah. <laughs> I was just just had it in my Steam library. I was about to pick it up and start playing it too. Wow. Anyway, yeah, no, it, it runs on the um, the Dragon Engine, which they've had for was it Yakuza Kiwami two six and Like a Dragon, or Yakuza Like a Dragon, um, and it's the the best iteration of it yet. Fighting's actually a lot of fun in it. Uh, they've brought back the multiple fighting styles that you had in earlier games as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's only it's only two fighting styles. Um, so they've got the original fighting style that Kiryu had as uh, through majority of the game, and then they've added a new one in, which is a lot of fun because you get to play with gadgets. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I must admit, I have, you know, dived into your stream watching it on, on occasion just as, as passing interest and. Half the time it's you, right? And maybe it's a particular game because I've got no no understanding of the timeline of Yakuza or which version you're playing or whatever it is. But um, one thing I've always noticed is you seem to have certain instances where you're just raging against the combat mode. Either just yeah. the hit detection's terrible or, you know, Com- AI does combat. weird positioning shit. Or- yeah, the, the <laughs> combat in the Yakuza series uh, can be a lot of fun. But as soon as something goes ever so slightly wrong, it's just a fucking absolute shit fight, and you're just like, "What the fuck is going on here? This is bullshit." Yeah. Oh, anyways, yeah. Just, yeah so- I, I didn't didn't have that too much in like a Dragon Garden, except for at the start where I lost about an hour and a half progression uh, because I was cocky, and the game fucking handed it to me, and I'm like, "Well, I can't progress from here. I've got to start again." <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. So how many Yakuza games are getting released this year? I know there's already one, is it? Yeah, it's just the one. Only one? Yeah, and that is in 10 days' time. Oh, is it still only... Okay, there you go. So I'm currently rushing to try and finish Kiwami 2 before the 26th so that I can just play the new one. Because I've decided that I will start a uh, 100% legendary run through all of the games so i've got a hundred percent the game <laughs> a long path oh yeah is, is there a, and i know we're harping on about this but is there a, like like the marvel series or like star wars is there a particular way to play the games like is there a particular chronological order you should play it to kind of get full value or can you kind of like or do you play it based on date of release or you know is there a because there's like what 28 of these games or something stupid isn't there ah there's not including spin-offs, uh, there are nine. Okay. I think like a lot they're, they're great, they've got... remade like the first six. So, oh, okay. So, so there, well, there's they, nine they... plus there's them and there's 15 or so. No, it's uh, Yakuza 0 to 6, which is solely Kiryu's storyline. 
then then you've got like a dragon Gaiden and yakuza like a dragon which take place at the exact same time because that's not where, does, where does judgment fit in then judgment sits um, it's a spin-off right yeah so that's a spin-off uh following uh takeuchi yagami um who is a lawyer slash private investigator and his good friend Kaito, who is an ex-Yakuza. Um, I love those games, by the way. <laughs> Does a choke. Um, <laughs> Surprise. And they, they take place, I believe, either side of Like a Dragon. Uh, sorry, Yakuza Like a Dragon. So the first one takes place just before, and then the second one takes place just after. Okay. <laughs> Does that clear it up for you, Cal? Are you 100% clear now? No, not really. No. So, <laughs> it's, like so that, it's like that whole, you know, Star Wars argument. Do you watch them in chronological order or do you watch them in release order? And, well, you know, is, I, guess, I guess the question is that you play them in, you know, I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's debate in some random dark corner of the Reddit that says, no, you've got to play it in the way it was produced or no, you've got to play it with this order. To oh, the, there is absolutely that going on in yeah. the, um, the Yakuza subreddit, but, like, for the, the best bang for your buck, start at Yakuza 0 and work your way through numerically. Fair enough. And then you'll have in, all in, six of them done, and then you can play um, Man Who Erased His Name and then Yakuza 7, which is like a dragon. Uh, and the, the spin-offs you can play at any point, Yeah. ultimately. Can I Got ask it. why he erased his name? Because he died. Oh, there you go. I didn't know That's that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> And then he dies again at the end of this one, but not really once again. <laughs> so he starts like a dragon garden, as uh, known as Joryu, not Kiryu. And then by the end of it, he takes the name uh, Takauchi Suzuki, <laughs> which is basically the Japanese equivalent of John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> ah, perfect. I, I, am, I am enlightened. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Butters, the number one. So, Legend legend, 100% run, you've got content for the next three years on your stream? Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I, I started um, started it just after I finished playing Man Who Raised His Name because I'm like, fuck it, I want to play more Yakuza games now. <laughs> um, and I've managed to, in sort of a month, two months, get up to about the midpoint of Kiwami 2. So... So far, it hasn't proven to be too much of a pain, apart from Mahjong. Um, <laughs> but I have a feeling that when I go from Kiwami 2 to Yakuza 3, because that's just a remaster, it's not a full remake, uh, so I'm going back to an old engine, uh, it's going to be painful Yeah. at that point. So, Butters, we're not actually doing a podcast tonight. We've brought us all in here for an intervention. Um, <laughs> yeah, we need to talk to you. We got a problem. Uh, yeah, no, that's all right. I'll be taking a break from my legend run uh, in uh, ten days so that I can play, play more. You can play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. there you go. So, look, I I actually finished multiple games last year, which is a very rare occurrence for me. So I rolled credits on Diablo Four. Nice. Um, then fell off. Uh, I rolled credits and 100 percent at Spider Man Two. Um, yeah. Really good. Sp- really Spider Man's been a thing for you, hasn't it? Like you, yeah. you've you've done you've rolled credits and hundred percent at both the games, first, both one and two. And I still claim that Miles Morales is probably the better of the three, but I haven't. I, I, I keep on wanting 
like butters, I'll just go back and keep on playing Spider-Man and um, I'll platinum that eventually. But um, I think it's the better storyline. Unfortunately, it's the only one I haven't platinumed. And I've only ever got two platinums in my life and they're both Spider-Man, Spider-Man 1 and games. 2. So, yeah. Nice. I, I sat there and um, just, like, I got frustrated to start with, but then I remembered... Um, the same point in, in Spider-Man 1 where you don't have all your abilities and you don't have all the extra little buffs that make you get around the, the city a lot better and smoother and um, focused on getting all that kind of stuff and once I got all that kind of stuff it was um, yeah really good and then finished the game and then just like I said just rolled straight back into it just doing all the side stuff and the side stuff was some of the more, more interesting stuff anyway so even though the storyline was was amazing so I, I really enjoyed that. That would be probably one of my more memorable mom- moments of the year as far as games go. So um, love that PS5. Um, hopefully, I don't know whether I'll do a new game plus of that. I've got don't have enough time for that. I don't know, I want to get back and do um, God of War because I haven't finished that from Ragnarok. So what's that last year? Um, and then eventually I do want to get back into Horizon stuff like that. But um, but Last of Us coming out, which I never actually played Last of Us 2. I don't know how um, I skipped that one. But um, yeah, right. I'll get back into that. But yeah, roll credits on those two. Um, I finished to the point where I was happy with Lego Fortnite. Um, I'd beaten and crafted everything in the game. So at that point, I'm like, well, there's not a huge amount left to do except for just sort of be creative. And I didn't want to do that anymore because I... Was wa- I'm waiting for that game to um, expand. So it's bare bones, it's Valheim, but Lego and in the Fortnite engine. Um, so that was really enjoyable. Just on that, when did Fortnite yeah. become Roblox? Because it's it's taking the same model. Like it's, it's also yeah. it's also Rock Band as well. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, it's know. become yeah. so and Mario Kart and Mario Kart. Well, yeah, it, it's become. So Fortnite, obviously, not sorry. Roblox, obviously, is like a platform to end people yeah. just create on games, and you know, there's all sorts of remakes of all sorts of things. Like again, and and McDad and Wilco can probably attest to this. Having kids in there, and they're like, my eldest is all of a sudden playing Fortnite, but then I'm going in there, and I'm like, that's Rocket, looks like Rocket League, and she's like, yeah. oh no, it's Rocket Racing. I'm like, so I got I got hooked into playing that in mm-hmm. December, and then jumped on the bandwagon with you with Fortnite with um. Yeah, for uh, that one time. Sorry. Yeah, well, I, I, mean, I can't really come back to it. <laughs> I, don't, I got I mean, stuck into I, my world and I'm like, I just want to be do my world. I'm, I'm already, you know, yeah. finding stuff and searching stuff and I just want to stick here. So. That's fair. But and, um, and then, yeah, I got into playing a bit of Rock Band. So I actually yeah. like, quite enjoyed that. I'm like, hang on a minute, but well, I thought Fortnite was just building shit and shooting people. It's just, yeah. it's weird how it's kind of just morphed into this kind of more. Well, it's gone back. It's probably with with the Fortnite with the Lego one. It's probably gone back to where it started. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Because that's, so, that's how it did start originally. So it came out just recently. Um, one of the original people from behind it, about five or six years ago, took a photo of a whiteboard that said Fortnite, and then it had circled, and then had to to these other bubbles and one was survival one was um racer and one was um rock band type of thing so yeah, right. they've, they've been building towards this for a long time the, the the obviously they bought the studios to make this happen um hmm. I, I i suspect there'll be a fall guys type thing pop into it eventually um because they own that studio uh they're talking about the rumors are there's going to be like a soccer uh, like some kind of a couple of different sports that'll end up in there as well um 
but they've got the creative mode. So there's technically there's there's an endless amount of games in there that people are making and um, people are jumping into as well. But these are the ones that they've built. And it's a it's a, probably a fairly smart model, and I think Fortnite's been fairly mm. smart the whole way through. So it, um, it all, all the game modes to, are really good. Like, it, yeah. like they're really playable. They're, they're yep. the graphics are great. Bugger all glitches that I can tell, and it it just. Yeah, it's pretty seamless. Um, the, the, the three yeah. things that, that I think that they've nailed is you can play it anywhere, literally Switch, mobile, um, Xbox, PC, whatever, and they all just work seamlessly together. Uh, progression works across the whole thing because it's all on your Fortnite account. The second thing is all your consumable, all your stuff you purchased, all your cosmetics and stuff like that is works across most of the stuff. Like Lego, there's a few that don't. Uh, have Lego versions of it, but otherwise, you buy a Donatello skin that I did buy. It has a Lego version. It has a Fortnite version. Mm. Used it in Rocket Racing. You've used it on, in um, the, the band one as well. So, um, mm. the third one is the game. The Battle Pass works with all games. So, you got my kids have got a Battle Pass, a free Battle Pass, and they've been playing Lego Fortnite, and they've both maxed out their hundred level of um, the Fortnite Battle Pass. So. It just all works, and it's one of those things that when it all just works and works seamlessly and and as intended, it's it's pretty easy to get into, and it's pretty easy to um get lost in and, and mm. sink lots of hours, and then with hours come money. So and that's what they're <laughs> all about. So yeah, birthday presents now involve V bucks. No, that's it. <laughs> so uh, I, like I started the world with the kids, and. Um, once again, I, I did what I did with Cal. I jumped in with them for, for the first day and then left them to on their own. Uh, let the kids run wild, and they they've. It's very rare to see my kids work together, but when they're in the Lego world, for about forty percent of the time, they're working together, and the rest of the time they're arguing. But at least there's that little bit of time where they're not arguing and they're actually working together, and you know, yelling across like I'm. Um, let's say I was. Uh, on the PS5 watch, um, playing my world and they're sitting on their switches and, you know, one's going, I need granite, yeah, it's over here and, you know, that kind of stuff. It's multiplayer gaming at uh, at such a young level, which was a dream for, for someone like me back in the day. It would be like, oh, I wonder if I could play with my mates. Nah, that's silly. So they've got that right and I think that's really good and I think I can't wait to see what LEGO Fortnite looks like in let's say two years time when there's a whole heap more options and a whole heap more biomes and and different missions and a hardcore mode i think the hardcore mode will be a pretty pretty urgent add addition to it and i think that'll be a bit, bit of fun but yeah i think it's it's got a lot a lot of legs in it un mm. unfortunately because that'll be a time sink for me so but yeah it's um that uh what I've just got into, which technically isn't last year, but Sea of Thieves, I've played that the last two days straight. And once again, because of the Safer Seas mode where there's no PvP, I've, um, today I had me playing on the PC and I had my eight-year-old playing on the on the PC next to me and we're sitting there just sailing the seas and looting treasure from everywhere, which is something I didn't think I'd be saying in early 2024 and really enjoying <laughs> it. So That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a mixed bag. Yeah. Oh, the other one that I, I got back into again and sort of draws me back in and then something happens and I get out of his cyberpunk. And it, that's another redemption arc for this year, for yeah. 2023 as well. Like it had one major update kind of resetting it ready for, and I haven't played, I didn't play it immediately before reset, but I played it 
after the made one the big major update that everyone yeah, raved 2.0. about. Two point oh. Two point But I haven't played it pre Phantom Liberty, so there was another reset again after that where they completely redid mm-hmm. the skill trees and did a bunch of other shit, which have made it better again. And I must admit, I mean, I didn't mind it when I played it the first time, although it was some of the bugs are quite entertaining. But now it's just, yeah, like I'm, I think, over halfway through the main story and I'm deliberately trying to mainline that to finish it. Um, but again, just fell off the wheel. I think, I think Starfield took over, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'll go back to that and possibly even get Phantom Liberty on a sale just to, just to get the collection. Phantom yeah. Liberty is a great DLC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've done dominated game of the year. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, as soon as Phantom Liberty dropped, I was playing that on stream. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's going to be a go back to because I bought it like real copy. Um, but no, I've been glad. It, I'm glad it's come good. It's it's nice to see that it, and and people are saying now that it's 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 much more like what it showed as when they did the original release, you know, back at that that thing that, I think, was it e, that thing that used to be around, E3? Oh, yeah, ago. whatever. <laughs> what they added um, train rides into it because everyone said, hey, you had train rides in or subway rides in the trailer back in the day, but it's not been part of the game. Like, oh, mm. yeah, okay, hold on, here you go. <laughs> that, yeah. Or the, they haven't added or they're about to add it or, or yeah. No, it's, it's in there now. It's in there and now. And they've added so. the, um, the thing where... Your romantic interest will actually come around to your place. Oh, that's right. Yes, as well. So, plenty of stuff. I, I played Baldur's Gate three too for about three or four hours, and then maybe more. I really oh, enjoy. I really enjoyed that game, but I just don't have the time to get sucked into it right now. It will be a this year's thing. Though, I, I played so much of that, but I'm still not out of Act One. Yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna ramble eventually. <laughs> That, those so kind of good. games, those kind of games, make me feel like, I mean, Cyberpunk being one is like a Sunday afternoon game. You almost kind of go, right, I'm gonna go have some lunch. I've got a free afternoon. I'm gonna go smash out four hours of just playing through a story-driven game where I can just like sink my teeth into it. And you know, don't, it's not a game. It's not a, these aren't games you can kind of pick up and go, oh look, I've done half an hour and be happy with what you've done and bugger off. It, yeah, you need to, you need to invest. No, they, it's good. I, I, yeah, I, I do need to invest time in that, but um, won't be just yet, I don't think. Hmm. Um, Dredge is the last one I want to throw up. I played that this year. I uh, played it on my little, not ROG Ally, but AAD Neo handheld thing. Um, it is really good for a little indie game and um, just sailing around little mini games to collect fish and uh, treasure and stuff like that, then off selling it. And, Upgrading stuff and trying to find out what's going on in the world. So, if you haven't played that, get into that. Is that um, a sequel or before Dave the Diver? Or no, no. So they both came out at the same time. Dredge and well, not within this year. Uh, they've yeah. just got crossover content because they were both diving slash salvage yeah, games. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because um, I played Dave the Diver, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, so, very much at all. Yeah, no, Dredge has got um, yeah crossover content coming out now. Or it might be already out. I don't know, but yeah, yeah Dredge is a bit now. different. Um, so you don't go in the water; you just you, you sail, you ship around, and um, go to different islands and fill different orders for people. And and it's, it's the old oh, there's a there's fish swimming in a circle, so I'm going to go there and sit over it, play a mini game, and it'll give me some fish, um, hmm. things like that. So fairly simple, but 
intriguing, I guess, and a good little game loop of, you know, it's got day, night, night's really terrible and hard and, and day's really easy, so you try and focus all your stuff on, on trying to get it through the day, but then there's stuff at night that you can only get during the night, which you need to upgrade stuff, so, yeah, I, I got back into Moonlighter as well for a little bit too, but um, I never got time to, it was just around when we went to America, so I end up falling off it. Um, or, or when I came back, but I just didn't get time. But I really enjoyed it. It's a similar idea to that, just different setting, I guess, where you, you're going out, you're doing your runs, coming back and um, making your money that way. So. But anyway, that's the games. Anyone, mm. Any other games anyone wants to shout out? Um, I did play, um, what you remember just when you said that? Um, Steam World? Yeah, Steam? Build. Build, yeah. Did yeah, you like that? Yeah, I did for a bit, but then I guess to the point where you just got to—it's too hard to manage everything. Yeah, you got to have enough, enough. Everything's got to have sort of be serviced by something all the time, and just you went in a room. So it was good for—I don't know—I think I probably played twenty hours or so. Oh yeah, that's cool. I—it came out of Game Pass as well, and I'd already yeah, that's wish listed it. it. Yeah. I wish listed on it on Steam. I'm like, yeah, cool. I like the idea, but I like the other Steam ones, so give it a crack. It came out. I went, oh, okay, Game Pass. We downloaded it. And I played it for about two or three hours, and I'm like, "This is going to get real messy real quick." Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Is, is <laughs> it like a factory simulator or something? Is it? It's yeah. it's sort of like sim. It's like a sim, sim city. city type thing, but then oh, okay. you also go down and you dig. You you dig in. Have you played it in Steam World at all? No, no. Well, you it's go, a platformer. You, you go down and mine you, stuff. Basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And then yeah, you use that in, in your city, but um. Yeah, the city management stuff was yeah. You put you know put your factory here, put your log mill here. Um, now you've got to put your your one. So you you put your logger here, then you put your wood chopper here, and then that turns into something else. And then you need something else for this building, and it it's that yeah, at, and, and at you know and all, all the that houses kind of need to need to be yeah, within a certain hour. range for you for them to be happy. So then yeah. you can upgrade them into the next one. Then you've got to upgrade what you had originally to the next one. It just it becomes it, it overtakes the the mining part of it basically. Yeah right. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a good, it, it I'm does good little game to play on a portable, but I wouldn't yeah. sit down and play hours out of time. And I don't think I would have liked more freedom. Like you said, everything had to be close to each other. So all of a sudden you're putting down houses and they, they're not connected to the convenience store. So you think you got to build yeah. a second convenience yeah. store? And there wasn't and it, like, not oh. much room because you sort of no. You got all the stuff around you, like the the mountains and stuff. You can't. Yep. You sort of fenced in. Yeah, that, that's. So. I didn't like that loop, and I knew that was going to be the major part mm. of the loop that was going to take all my time. And I just went, nah, I'm out. Yeah. So, but yeah. it, I was really excited about it for a while there. And, yeah, yeah, it was good. Shame. I played. I just played that on the um, on the streaming Xbox streaming. Oh, yep, yep. And it oh. worked really well. It's the sort of game you can, I guess. Yep. No, definitely. So I want to go on to movies. Have you seen any movies this year that tickled your fancy? Um, so one that I only just watched recently that came out last year was The Creator. Um, yes. I like it got panned at the movies a bit, but I I really loved it. Now I'm a bit of a sucker for kind of, uh, you know, funnily enough, sci-fi and cyberpunk-esque stuff. <laughs> Who would have really? thought? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> things, things that come out on this podcast. Um but just, I mean, the plot itself was a bit kind of 
vanilla, but the the cinematography and the CGI and the the world that was built in it was fucking epic. I just yeah. really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, that I think also the way they rolled out the story too, mm. like you you understand where it's going and and who the bad guy is, but the way they fed that to you towards the end. Um, and even little bits through it, I think that was really good. Yeah. Like just quick, just a quick note before you go on about it, Cal. We watched it in Canada when we're over there. Oh, it was the only right. thing on, and I'm like, oh, let's see this thing. Looks pretty cool. Heard nothing about it, but they had the cinema where um, it's the screens there in front of you, but then for certain parts of the scene, it wraps around the whole on the walls. Oh, so it's not it's not a um, IMAX screen. Interesting. No, it's okay. a. It's, it was I can I can't remember what they did, but you say so you've got your normal screen. And all of a sudden, it goes to, it just adds on like you're doing triple monitors. So it's got the walls down the side. All of a sudden, have the, what would be your second and your third monitors. Yeah, right. Stuff on it. It was not, not all the way through, but it was, when the when they I guess they were filming maybe with the IMAX camera where they could get the bigger ratio or something like that. But it mm. was, and when the big set piece was happening, it was bizarre. It was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in a movie theater. But um, I just wanted to add that in before I forgot. But yeah, no, it, keep going. Yeah, no, it was. I, I, I guess the thing too is that it was based primarily in, like, Southeast Asia, which is like mm. from from a Western-led film, isn't something that we see unless it's like a Vietnam War reference or a, you know, something like that. And it had overtones. Like the themes were similar to like some of the themes in things like Overwatch and. You know that whole you know once AI becomes sentient, and it, you know the, the normal theme of that is that once it becomes sentient, it tries to wipe us out. But then that was a premise that they, yeah. Anyway, I'm getting into the th- the, the yeah. bit that's without giving it away. But there's just some really interesting themes in that that I thought it, it did a it, good job of exploring. Yeah, it, it sub- subvert, subverted my expectations on a lot of the things that it was going to do. As you said, like. It, you go in, you see a Western and a versus an Eastern sort of, you know, movie. You expect things to go a certain way. You see AI in a movie, you expect things to go a certain way. But mm. by the end of it, and you understand it, and it makes you feel like, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's bizarre. Like I said, yeah. I went into it not knowing anything about it, and I came out of it going, yeah, I actually had that on on a list of, of ones that I want to talk about tonight, so I knew you brought it up. Yeah. And the <laughs> other one, I don't know if it's on your list to talk about, but Gran Turismo. Oh yes! Holy shit! Was that was s- a good movie. <laughs> I was going to say, McDad, did you have something to say about the creator or not? Oh, sorry. No, I haven't. I haven't watched any movies. I didn't watch any movies at all last year, apart from okay. Taylor Swift one. Oh, okay. Was that good? Yeah, it was. If you like Taylor Swift, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> sorry. Um, so, Cal, yes, Grand yeah. Turismo. I wrote a little thing. It was one of the, the only two pieces of our, um, our content I did last year. But mm. um, I, I still don't understand this. So, me, the sim racing guy. Um, doing content around sim racing, all that kind of stuff. And then I somehow ended up at the premiere on the Sunshine Coast for Gran Turismo, but through my wife. Um, <laughs> nice. Interesting. <laughs> well played. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah me, me and 12 of my best friends, like, we had this big group. Of, we won tickets. Oh, she won tickets through the radio. And she's like, oh, yeah, because wow. the son, well, my son wanted to watch it. So she, she went in and won, and they said, how many tickets do you want? And she's like, just throwing the number 12 out there or 16 or something. And I said, yeah, yeah, have all the tickets. And um, so we we went there as a group, and I'll, I'll let you talk about it because I'll talk about it at the end. Otherwise, I want to hear what you, you have to say about it. Did anyone else Look, see it, by the way, before we go yeah. too far? 
No. Nope. Nope. Butters? Okay, nope. me and Cal are going to talk about Grand Tours when I sit back and roll. All right. So All this right. is becoming an iRacing <laughs> podcast. No. Um, <laughs> now, look, I... The, the thing I liked about it is I, I kind of I, did, I knew the backstory of the GT um, Academy not because of the guy that they actually referred to because it was actually the, the one I knew I recalled was when they came to Bathurst and they won I think they won the 12 hour in a in a GTR with a GT Academy driver and I'm like that was kind of on the verge of like I rate you know sim yeah. racing becoming a real thing and it not just being a bunch of guys in, in rigs, you know, playing make-believe race cars. And it started to add credibility. What I didn't realise is that they'd gone and done the Le Mans the previous year with another group and done incredibly well. So um, that was in itself a cool story. Um, the second part of that too is I think that some of the, even some of the CGI about how they did that was pretty cool. How they kind of melded the game into the yeah. racing, and I thought it was going to be gimmicky and horrible, but mm. then it's yeah, it was pretty seamless. And that actually, it, there was a couple of points where I went, oh, but the police chase at the start was a little bit yeah. on the nose, but but it, outside of that, it was really good. Yeah. yeah, and and I thought you know when you got people like um, oh god, um, was it the um, the, the two mate, Orlando, the two, Orlando Bloom and Orlando um, Bloom and um, the guy out of Stranger Things in it. I yes. thought, oh, this is going to turn into like a. It, it could have gone, kind of like, oh, you've got big name stars attached to it, so they're going to kind of. It's going to become a bit kitschy, and it kind of didn't um, go that way because I don't think it was a was it. It wasn't actually a, a US produced film. It was actually a. It was a Sony film, but it was. The Sony I think it was film. Ba- it was based out of Europe, so it kind of went away from that a little bit I don't know but it was just really cool like I went with one of my mates who we used to go to all the you know went to all the Fast and Furious movies and he's my kind of motorsport guy so him and I would sit there just drooling over cars and shit I mean some of it was product placement like the 911 on the Notch <laughs> Life I'm just like I like it but again kind of a bit meh but David Harbour was the guy you were trying that's to it to. yeah who also played a um that's also played a crazy Santa Claus too, didn't he? And the, uh, the director is Neil Bloomcamp, so that District right. Nine and all that kind of shit. Yeah, so. which which kind of meant it had some. It was going to you know be looked after reasonably well because Neil yeah. Neil's Bloomcamp doesn't make some doesn't make you know hasn't made really too much rubbish stuff. Actually, he's done a couple of short films on YouTube as well, which have been really really which in that in that kind of um, District Nine kind yeah. of more sci-fi edgy stuff which is they're pretty cool to watch anyway um so yeah it was i think that was really well done they're my two highlights i went to went to barbie with the girls in new york city and that was a thing it was a good movie but it was a thing um yeah but um, yeah not too much else i didn't sort of i only really started getting back into going to the movies just recently so um yeah i mean Cinema sort of took a little while to warm up post COVID, so it's only started in the last sort of six to eight months. That's reasonably decent stuff's coming out, in my yeah. opinion, anyway. Um, just on Grand Turismo, I was probably I was really high on it, um, but I was probably one of the lowest on it coming out of the cinema, out of our group as well. All the other people are not simulated fans or anything like that, and not even racing fans to be honest. And mm. they've all come out going, "That was." freaking amazing and i'm like even my wife was just she wants she's watched it i think multiple times since um so it that was an even more surreal part of that that one so um so mcdad no movies you want to see coming up 
No, not really a movie guy. I tend to watch okay. more TV series. And, okay, we'll and get movies. on TV in a sec then. Yeah. Butters, you seen any movies this year that are cool? Uh, yeah, I didn't go to the cinema, but I did watch two movies. Oh, no, not two. That were released in 2023. <laughs> um, I watched Rebel Moon. Oh, yes. Watch was that, that bad? Because everyone panned it, like really badly panned um, it. I, I didn't hate yeah. it. It was good. Uh, I can see the Star Wars influence in it. Uh, and I could see how it was going to be translated into a Star Wars film. But, you know, that didn't happen. Uh, I'm keen to see whatever the the next one's called. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, that will complete the story. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, good. It's, got, it's got a completely different name. But, yeah, mm. um, keen to see that one. Uh, and I also saw Renfield, which was pretty hilarious. I don't yeah. think I know what that is. That's uh, just so, come out on Netflix, hasn't it? Or Amazon Yeah, Prime? I think it's just landed on, on Netflix. Uh, Renfield is basically a modern take on the Dracula story uh, uh, starring Nicolas Cage. It is that one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It's, okay. I, I would say if you're up for something that's fucking stupid, watch Renfield. Yeah. It, it's prime Nick Cage. Okay. I was going to say, as soon as you not, said Nick Cage, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not schlock Nick Cage. It's it's actually prime Nick Cage. Did you watch yeah. um, the unbearable whatever massive talent, the one of, that he played oh, himself I in? Oh, I did watch that one. Yeah, immense talent. I did watch that. Yeah, yeah what, the unbearable weight of massive that, talent. Way. That, was, that was fucking hilarious. It was great. <laughs> Him and um, Pedro going through wherever they were going through on, on an acid trip was one of my highlights of whatever that was I watched a, it. Was that a 2023 movie? I think it's 2022, to be honest. Yeah. But maybe, maybe early this year. I don't know. But it was yeah. Because I, I did watch did watch that one last year because we were house sitting for Claire's parents, and it had just landed on binge, and they'd just got like a three month binge trial. So yeah. I was like, "Hey, I'll watch it." Let's do that. That's <laughs> nice. good. Um, I guess that's me. Um, I want to shout out two that I can think of right now. So I watched the other day, um, I saw the trailers while we were over in America, and uh, have you seen, anyone seen Dumb Money? No. No. Okay. So does anyone know the story about GameSpot? Game yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's about that. And um, Oh, yeah, I think I've seen the trailer for that. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just, I, I obviously, we, we lived the news story. Like, it was, it's, it's in our sphere. It's, it's, so, it's such an interesting story, and then watch the movie, and, very heartfelt, very funny, very um, interesting, and I really enjoyed it. And it was it was one of my more memorable movies from last from last year for sure. How um, many times did they say to the moon? I don't think. It wasn't a Dogecoin document. No, but that would it was uh, Wall Street bets were were to the mooning it. Oh, like okay. Stuff as well because the, the big one was um, uh, hold, not hold or something. Oh, I can't. Remember remember now hold and um yeah no it was just really good like uh, it was really well done and, and the way they focused on the people they did and um i really enjoyed that uh i do i did i'm gonna cheat this movie got released last year i watched it yesterday no day before <laughs> um at the cinemas um next goal wins which is oh yes i went and saw that as well oh you did you did yeah, yep. so it's the new Taka Watiki, whatever his name is, the Kiwi, who is funny as Pook mm. and everything else. So um, 
Uh, Fastbender as well is the main guy in it as well. Um, very, very interesting. If you another one that I live the the story of where um, American Samoa gets beaten thirty-one nil by Australia in the World Cup qualifiers in two thousand and one. Um, such a historical moment for anyone who's a sports fan. And I don't remember saying that. When, when I they don't, yeah. it, no. I, I'm like, did I, was I asleep that day? It's like, still oh. the biggest international <laughs> yeah, score in history. It's insane. We literally pants them. Like, there's yep. no mercy rule in soccer, I've realised. No, and that's one goal every three minutes. <laughs> nuts. But anyway, so... Oh, I just remembered, I also watched uh, 65 as well. 65 million? No, it's just 65. Oh, okay. Is, it, is that the one with Driver, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I watched that, too. Uh, 65 what did you think of that? years ago. That was trash. <laughs> it yeah. was actually hot garbage. Like, they, the dinosaurs weren't alive 65 million years ago, <laughs> for one. I checked it hard. <laughs> oh, I was like, I'm pretty sure they died out 68 million years ago. Yeah. Uh, but he, he just happened to land on Earth the day that the fucking yeah. thing was it. landing. And it's just like, oh, my God, there's so many things wrong with this. And the dinosaurs <laughs> weren't even fucking dinosaurs. No. <laughs> like, they, they, were, they were like weird amalgams of dinosaurs. Yeah. It's just like, oh, just fuck off. Was it was it literally just a lizard with, like, some spikes stuck on its back like they used to do in the, in the 60s and, like, you know, used and, some used perspective to make it look like some giant lizard. Oh that my god! Probably would have been better to be honest, <laughs> but it, it looked like they were trying to do a T Rex without doing a T Rex. It's like they didn't want to step on Jurassic Park's feet. And it's like, but it's a T Rex, my guy. <laughs> it's not like it's got copyright. <laughs> Actually, fucking no. James Cameron has copyright on the fucking T Rex, man. Uh, just to circle back onto Rebel Moon, I've now come to the conclusion that. I don't necessarily. I'm not longer a Zack Snyder fan. I don't think he can bridge. Like he just hasn't hit the nail on the head on anything that I've watched of his either in DC or in because he did one of the Star Wars films too, didn't he? No, this was going to be the Star Wars. That's yeah, was going to be Star Wars film, it. but even then, it was okay. But it kind of yeah, it shot wide a little bit. I don't know, but yeah. Um, the other one I wanted to get in there as well that I remembered I watched was Air, the Nike story. Like I watched a heap of biopics this oh, year. Oh yeah, um, Air was good. Like, um, got some like this. I didn't know that. I mean, I was a bit just at, on the edge of that, the edge of the kind of '90s basketball hero fame. So like the end of Jordan and Shaq and all that. So I didn't really know that background behind it. But holy shit, like the the story itself is out of control. And mm. in and we all grew up with Nike being some mega company. And this is back when they were like third rate to re, uh, to like Adidas and um, and Converse. Mm. So you know all they made was running shoes, and they decided that they wanted to try and get into the basketball game, and they had to compete against like the big names, which were Adidas and, and, and Converse. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like Nike's literally the shoe. Like what the hell? Yeah. And um, yeah, that was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, and I. I'll agree that Rebel Moon fell short. Uh, I feel like it would have actually been better if it got picked up as a Star Wars film. But, yeah. um, I mean, Vikings in space, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they lent very hard on, like, the evil empire being akin to Nazis. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, at the same time, come on, guys. Yeah. Um, 
So does that wrap up? Anyone want to throw another movie in there? If you haven't seen Next Goal Wins, please go do it. It's really good. Yeah, really good highly movie. recommend. I'm a big Michael Fassbender fan. Actually, and this is for the if you want to watch, well, I watched end up watching a fair few YouTube video, movies as well. Um, the um, the Michael Fassbender Le Mans series on YouTube, both the both the series and the movie that sort of tail ended it, is is the is the path of Michael Fassbender going through and racing. Um, lead the lead up to being a Le Mans driver. Wow! And um, it, very cool. Like it's not just a I'm a I'm a rich actor who's got a lot of money and he he really committed to it. So, Interesting. Yeah, worth worth the watch. Anyway. So let's get into TV shows and then we'll sort of wrap it up. Cal, any any TV series that you watched this year that really stood out? Look, I in in preparation for um, Galaxy's Edge in Disney World, I I went down a Star Wars rabbit hole. I started watching. I've never fully watched um, uh, Clone Wars, so I've oh, been methodically nice. going through Clone Wars, almost like my. Did Saturday you watch it? In, did you go down a Reddit and get the order you're supposed to watch it in, or did you watch no. it? I've just no. been watching on Disney. Like, I've just okay. been watching the series, the original, like, actual series. Yeah. I haven't gotten into the short movies or the movie itself or anything else like that. Um, just well, the movie's the... just the first two episodes, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So I've just been yeah. watching the, basically just watching the series from start to finish. Um, but then probably we'll jump onto Rebels. But then I think the, mm. the standout for me this year, I actually really liked Ahsoka. I, I genuinely like i just as a as a, as a star wars series i think because we had ahsoka and was it andor this year or last year andor was last andor was year. This year, last year. Was, or was it last year yeah, yeah. It was right at the oh. end it was right at the end of last year i was watching yeah. it um in november last year okay okay yeah because andor kind of fell flat for me i don't know maybe i need to go back and read yeah it same because, with me actually yeah i could yeah. i really enjoyed it oh i really like, enjoyed I, it too i enjoyed it i, I like they're not being jedis yes uh, okay finally I'm a big Space Wizard fan, so anyway. Um, yeah, but I guess the Ahsoka thing was, again, I hadn't watched Rebels, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, this is just a Rebel fanboy, you know, you know, Filoni, you know, it's a Filoni-verse thing. Um, well, yeah, it is. That's what the Star Wars universe is now, it's Filoni-verse. Yeah, but, <laughs> and I, take, I, I do take a bit of umbrage to that because you realise that, you know, it's not Lucas, you know, George Lucas is still there. He's still in the background and he's still kind of like, if Filoni's trips up, he's going to come in and slap him over the back of the head. Like, it's not like he's just kind of like washed his hands and gone, see you fellas, I'm off to the ranch and I'm going to, you know, wallow him a day. So it's not, I get it. Yeah, there's a lot of Filoni characters that are that are in ah- Ahsoka, Ahsoka being one of them. So I get that. But um, I don't know, I just liked it. It's just, it was a... It kind of opened up a different part, though, because obviously the Rebels, Rebels storyline I hadn't seen and characters I had, hadn't seen. So, and the fact that I was about to go, you know, go 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 to Galaxy's Edge kind of just fanboyed it out even more. So, um, that mm. was one of my standouts. Um, yeah, I watched a lot of sports docos, <laughs> a lot of sports series. Did you watch like, Wrexham or not? Sorry. Did you watch Wrexham? Then? Oh fuck yes, absolutely <laughs> did I did. Did you watch the test? Uh, oh. No, <laughs> no, I didn't watch the test. Um, Is that still going? I haven't seen any advertising for any new season. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it'll keep going from now on. So they've done the second season. Um, okay, it was the I've ashes that. and stuff, but yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the the, the the Amazon people are there all the time doing stuff. So yeah, okay. It'll, it'll, uh, I think from now on it'll be an ongoing thing. 
Yeah, quarterback quarterback was good. I heard there was a NASCAR one coming out, Wilco. Oh, really? Yeah, Netflix are doing a Drive to Survive for, uh, for NASCAR, but I think it's probably going to be Drive to Wreck, not Drive to Survive. <laughs> um, drive in circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard the themes. Drive, I'm just spinning drive right to the around. left. Yeah, yeah, to the left, to the left, exactly. Um, yeah, like, I don't know, just that was, it's easy watching. You kind of sit down and kind of get, you know, I don't, I don't know a lot of it's narrated, like heavily, heavily narrated and kind of, you know, obviously lean towards the people involved and they want to make it interesting. And I kind of think F1's been ruined a little bit because of Drive to Survive, but I don't know, it's entertaining. So, yeah. I watched, I watched the, watched um, a lot. I forgot, I watched the full swing. The uh, golf yes, version of it. That's one that uh, that's yeah. I watched. Yeah. What did you think of that, McTad? Mm, it was very, very heavily swayed towards the PGA. <laughs> yes. Um, it I, was interesting was... that it came out like it, it, they 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 what basically were, were filming it right through that whole live PGA breakup though. That's what I yeah, loved. Yeah, live bad. There was one. PGA there was one. Good. There was one. One of the players there that that had won something, but they didn't get mentioned at all. I can't remember what it yes. was. Um, do you remember who that was at all? Nah, I can't. Because no. I remember one of them won, 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 and it was, I don't know, it might have even been an Aussie, I'm not sure, but they never, they didn't show it. They just, they showed everything. Yeah, Cam, the PGA side was it Cam Smith winning? Cam Smith, the that's what oh, yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. They didn't, it was they, all they about it, Rory not winning. That's what the whole yeah, thing yeah, was really. about. Yeah, because it was, because <laughs> he was, he was breaking away. So they're like, oh, we're not, we're not going to put you on here. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. I remember now. Yeah, that was a disappointing part for me. The rest was good, but then I was like, it was, was like, it was um, all Rory okay. winning back to back, and it was this whole thing about building up to. Oh no, we lost. Who, who did he well, beat? Oh, some guy over there. No Joey. Because yeah, see, they they backed him to win it, so they didn't think exactly a chance. So they had to. They had no. They probably had no footage on him, I suppose. Yeah. I still think the best episode was um, Dunham Durham, the guy who was like self-confessed happy to be number. 89 yeah, yeah, in the world yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's that's all yeah. i want to be i just want to be the golfer yeah. who's that number 89 in the world and um yeah. i'm just going to turn up each week and go and then yeah. he he just which one of the tournaments he he got to in contention yeah and, uh, yeah one and then he won like the next million, one didn't he maybe he, i can't yeah. remember but yeah it was a fascinating story about him and his caddy how his caddy was with him for life and living yeah. out of a, a car and you know, you can do it, mate. You're better than this. And he walks around it. He's got massive imposter syndrome. So yeah. he walks in, in and he's got like 60 or 70 of the world's best golfers around him. He's like, I'm not supposed to be here. But on his day, he, he definitely deserves to be there. It's just, mm. yeah, fascinating. Yeah, so yeah that definitely, was, definitely worth a watch for sure. But um, yeah, as an Aussie, that's sort of yeah. that's a bit annoying. It'll be interesting to see what they do with season two now that that live, live zone by PGA. So might get a bit more <laughs> coverage. So we'll see. Um, Cow, is there any other shout-outs there? Um, not that I can, not that it really jumps out at me. I mean, there's probably a heap of folks kind of come on. Oh, no, no, they'll come off podcast. And went, oh, yeah, then there was this. Oh, that's there's right. This, and there was this. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then a year, you know, a year is a very long time. It is a it very is. long time, especially with no preparation well. and no warning. Um, yeah. It was good. Anyway, yeah. Dad, what, what have you been watching? Now we're going to get hear everything. Okay, I watched a show, Ahsoka. Yes. Yeah, my cow, I thought that was pretty good. Um, what else did I watch? Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh, yeah, yes. that was good. That was a good one. Um, music, it's always good to have a bit of music in there. Uh, Joe Pickett was one that I didn't realise was going to be pretty good. Um, it's an Aussie guy in it, and he's a, um, a ranger, I think they call him. 
and um, he manages to stumble on someone killing someone and then the story goes from there. Worth a watch for sure, that one. Um, and obviously Reacher, which is a big one for me. Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot that came out. Yeah, I know. It's only just come out, so the full, it's not the full. I think there's still one episode to go. Yeah, season, I think it's the first series, I think. And there's also so. Jack Ryan that I forgot about. Yeah, when, I when started was, watching that. When was the final season of Jack Ryan? Was that this year? Yeah. Last yeah. year. Last year, yeah. 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 Oh, it's the 2023. Yeah, okay, cool. Sorry, we'll talk yeah. about that in a second. I haven't watched, I haven't watched that either. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, I completely uh, forgot about that. Oh, I started watching him from the start again, and then it's just oh, like, really? oh, hang on. <laughs> I get sidetracked very easily. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, I watched the test. That was pretty good. Um, that's about it. I mean, there's obviously heaps more, but yeah, we're not really worth talking about. You know, nothing was stood out to me, really. They're the main ones. So, Butters, TV shows, shouting out. Uh, yeah, so I watched uh, The Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, oh, primarily. last year. There you go. That was last uh, year well. Yeah, there was a season last year. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I primarily... watched it this year as well. I'm with you, Butters. I've been so far yep. behind on that. I'm halfway <laughs> through Ahsoka, by the way. Um, yeah, so I, I introduced Claire to the wonderful world of The Mandalorian um, because she was kind of getting a thing with Pedro Pascal. I'm like, oh, I've got the perfect show for you. <laughs> He's got a helmet on the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of kind of trolled her with that, but we watched watched uh, all, all of that from the start to finish. Wow, what a run. Um, Did you watch that, Boba Fett or not? Yeah, we watched Boba Fett Okay, cool. As well. I was going like, to say, you get very confused coming into the latest season if you don't watch Boba Fett. Yeah, that's the yeah. only reason why I did it. Because uh, you've got what? Very boring half of a season, and the rest of it's pretty the cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a bizarre decision, though, to have I know. such major plot points for what end of one season to another season in another TV series, and then they don't mm. explain it at the start of the <laughs> no. season for anybody that just didn't watch it. It's like oh, um, Grogu's why got away. he's got Grogu back. Grogu's away. <laughs> oh no, no, he's not. Huh? Oh, oh. Dream <laughs> sequence. Dream sequence. Must have been it. I must have missed that. Yeah, it was all a dream. Um, so we watched that, um, which led us into actually watching Unbearable Talent, weirdly nice. enough. Um, and uh, obviously I watched Ahsoka. I love that. That was great. Good continuation on the, the Rebel storyline. Um, what else? Uh, the it Last of Us. Wars. What's not to like? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I also watched The Last of Us. Yes, what, I want to talk about that. That's what got Claire into Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And then we watched The Mandalorian, and then we watched, yeah. Um, what else did I watch? It was a, a last year thing, because I had a heap of them. So I watched a lot of shows. I don't remember now. Who? It was yeah, basically those three. While you those think, three were the standouts. Who, who, now, who we're doing this next year, Wilco, so now we can start writing yeah, stuff down. Yeah, write it down as you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else watched Last of Us, though? Not no, uh, it was some not of the best TV. Is it binge? Is it on binge? Um, not for me, it wasn't. Mm. No, what was it on? No, I it found on? it on a service. I put my pirate hat on. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's. Um, what is it on? It's HBO. Yeah, it's so binge. whoever's yeah, made HBO, which so is binge. Foxtel. Which yeah, Foxtel so, has uh, one of the other ones. Yeah, no, it's. Oh, so um, it'd be on binge then. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, pretty possibly. sure binge is Foxtel. So. Um, yeah, it, it is was binge, some of the yeah. best. It was some of the best TV I saw last year, and um, I sat down and watched it. And what I didn't tell Alexis anything about it. I just said, "I'm watching this. You can watch it with me." She was there on a phone. By the end of the episode, she was hooked, and um, 
screaming at the TV wanting the next episode at the end of every other episode, but I think it was some of the the best start, like single, basically single drop episodes, but with a with a good like a good overarching um, storyline. Story yeah. yeah, like yeah, and being a fan of the game, obviously made made a big thing. But um, the way they integrated Troy Baker into it, and um, oh, what's her name? Jeez, I hate forgetting. But the uh, her, the Ashley the, Johnson, yeah, Ashley Johnson into it as well. Um, <laughs> like, also, Laura Bailey was in there yeah. too. But the fact that Troy Baker wasn't just a dude on a horse, which everyone thought he was going to be, he actually was like one of the supporting actors for the whole thing. And that third mm-hmm. episode with Bill and Frank was just phenomenal. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was absolutely filler episode because they probably <laughs> got to the end and were like, oh, we're an episode short. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. What are we going to do? We need a side quest. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> well, but well, it was probably, um, I would say that was the standout episode of the oh, entire season. Easy. Yeah, easy. That and um, I think the second last episode, am I, am I, it was it. it was, that was all. That was Troy Baker. Um, there was another one that was right up there for me. But yeah, look, episode three is, mm. is, is definitely the one you got to watch. And he won Grammy, uh, uh, whatever uh, the awards were, Golden Globes, whatever recently. Mm. And yeah, you you won a fucking best globule for it. Yeah, they got eight eight awards for it. So it was definitely. One of the ones. Was there any other butter, any other butter, butters before I go on? Uh, not that I can think of. Um, I'm probably, I'm, I'm sure there was something in there that I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing, and I just can't remember what it is now. Okay, well, I'm going to drop two, <laughs> and we'll go from there. Uh, Loki season two was some of the other best TV I've oh, seen in a long that time as that, well. That was interesting. I, I watched it. I only watched it recently. Um... Yeah, I'll, it, it 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 puts a good touch, a good good full stop on the lock on the Loki oh, story arc, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, and it's it's not just season two; it's season one and two together is some of the best yeah. TV. I, I'm going to name another one in a sec. It, 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 this year has been amazing for TV. So, um, but the way he starts season, uh, season one and the way he ends season two and how he gets there is just amazing and um i think i've got one of my lifetime quotes when there's not many quotes that i sit there and i want to um tattoo on my body i guess as a permanent thing like an inspirational thing but there was one of those episodes there where he goes on about um uh you know burning the world down is easy but um yeah hope hope is hard yeah and um that I, was I was I was literally that day thinking about just burning the, my company to the ground and getting out, and it's like he said that, and I'm like, "Fuck, he's right!" Damn it! <laughs> damn you! Damn you! <laughs> mythical Norse yeah. god. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just the overall like it was just amazing, and for it to be in the middle of all this, oh, Marvel's in a crap place, and Marvel's doing this, and Marvel shit, and all this other stuff, and to have that content in there, just standalone two episodes, and that's all there'll ever be of it. Just, yeah, just great. Yeah, I, I, the fact that that whole story arc for the series rests on right at the end. I mean, it comes to where he says, "I, you know, <laughs> I come to you with glorious purpose." Yep. Oh. And everyone just went like that end of it, like, "Oh, that's." Uh. Yeah, the way they just shout back to it, so many points yeah. in, in his history, and like the when you go back, he's one of the longest Marvel characters in history and he was mm. a bad guy for so much of it and it's just oh, I don't know he's such a good actor too he's phenomenal mm. 
So and you, re- yeah. you don't realise how long he's been doing it for either. No. Well, that's it. He was the bad guy in Avengers. Mm. Um, that's, mm. and, and even before that. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I would recommend anyone to go watch that because it's just it's a great storyline. The one that finished this year and aired this year, season three, was Ted Lasso. Um, once again, not just overarching arc of season one to three and that's it, let it be. Um, but the episodes where they always started with something and then they finished with something. And, and once again, I can sit there on TikTok watching just clips of this TV show because there's so many inspirational and um, motivational mm. um, lines in this mo- in this TV series that are just phenomenal. Um, and, the, and like I said, the arcs of, of people and especially season three where they just wrap it all up and, and you can just see them wrapping it up so well. Um, I, I would recommend that. And I, I, it's probably one of the few TV series that I'm ready to go back and watch from start to finish again already. And um, I, I, I can't get enough of watching it, to be honest. So, yeah, that was one that got me out of left field because I didn't think when I watched season one I'd be any, I'd be into it. But by the end of season three, it's probably the best content I've ever seen. So anything else? Just remembered I also watched Auntie Donna's Coffee Cafe. Sure. Any, any good? Yeah, it's hilarious. It's okay. fucking stupid, but it's great. Yeah, I'll have to look that one up. Typical, typical Auntie Donna oh, kind, of, yeah. okay. kind of kind of vibe. Uh, and watching it, I'm like, why did the ABC green like this? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I just I watched one episode, and I want to go on and finish it because I, I I enjoyed it was the fall of the House of Usher as well. Which I guess I've watched yeah, an okay. episode of that too. Is it? That was good. Yeah, I enjoyed the first episode. I'm like, and then Alexis wasn't into it, so it's one of those things I've got to watch in my own time. So, and I don't have time. So, um, yeah, no, I'm keen to go back and watch that. It was very interesting stuff. So. Well, I have one. Yeah. I have one not to watch, and it's called The Curse. Okay. Just, have you watched that? No. No. Don't bother. Terrible. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go put it on my list now. won all the awards. I think Emma Stone won oh, an award it? for it, but it's terrible. Oh. There you go. Okay. I, I haven't, yeah, oh, haven't heard. Oh, wait. I do know this one. I, I think I watched an now. episode of it and I was like, ah. Yeah. No, thanks. Well, I, I sort of, I'm, I'm sort of on the thing now where I watch, because there's a few series I've missed because I, I watched the first episode and I'm like, oh, no, not for me. Um, so I thought, oh, okay, I'm going to watch three episodes. Mm. Watch three episodes. It's like, no, still no good. It's like, done three now. Might as well finish the whole lot. Finish two. It's like, no, no. It's like no, having a really bad. It. It's like having like, a really bad beer, and you've gotten two thirds way through it. Well, well yeah. man, don't want to waste it. <laughs> the thing is, like, she's one of the for it. You think it must be a good show, but it's it was terrible. Yeah, yeah critically acclaimed doesn't necessarily. Nah. Like, yeah. I think that's sometimes the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, so don't watch that one. No, I don't plan on doing that. I had not on my radar at all. So didn't, yeah, didn't even realise. It, it looked like it was an interesting <gasps> sort of story, but that wasn't that one where there were like a couple that flip houses or some shit, was it? Yes, that's the one. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they got the I house with some, mirrors on it. Yeah, uh, I heard something about that, and they went, yeah, and I read, I kind of read a bit of a synopsis and went, yeah, no, nah, no thanks. We're <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, I think I watched an episode of it, and I was like, ah, no. No, 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 that's not, no. Back to the Mandalorian we go. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, well, that's 
that's no one's got anything else to add. We're, we're over the hour mark, which is pretty good for us. Um, mm. I don't think, standard for us too. Mm. Is there anything else from last year that, that stands out that you want to talk about quickly before we wrap it up? Any any news articles anything like that? I wanted. To... Uh, no. I went to a couple of festivals last year. That was pretty good. Oh, that's right. I was going to get on to yeah, music because I wouldn't. Dad, you went to festivals. This is yes. What did yes. you go see? I went to Knotfest, which is a uh, Slipknot's festival yep. they do, metal festival. So I went and saw that. Um, saw quite a few bands actually. Um, probably my highlight for that one was Parkway Drive. They were really good, Fire and Bay Boys. So um, that was my highlight for them. And then just uh, in December, went and saw went to the Good Things Festival. Saw a couple of bands there. Um, Fallout Boy and Limp Biscuit were there, but I only saw a couple of their songs. But yeah, it was a it was a good good little festival. A bit warm, but we um, Bank Girl came up and we hung out together, so that was pretty good. Me and Stevie oh, and nice. Bank Girl, so nice. saw some bands. So yeah, so yeah, so a few more things next year. I think Pearl Jam's touring next year, so that's, uh, that's on my list. Sweet. Anyone else got anything else to add? I went and saw Foo Fighters. Hey, in Sydney, go. Uh, the hottest fucking day that Sydney had, so that was great. <laughs> well done. I I didn't see any music, but um, I've got Matchbox Twenty next month with two dolls. Um, yeah, I've got uh, Blink One Eighty Two next month, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm going to see No Effects this weekend. Oh, nice! That sounds good. <laughs> we, I'm meant to be. I think that's their last got... tour, last tour, isn't it? They're not, yep. This is it. Oh. Yeah, they're doing a, yeah. uh, two nights at the Horden Pavilion, and I'm going to both of them. Who's their oh, um, support? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have imagine absolutely no idea. A pretty good support band, I'd imagine. Yeah, they usually bring on some surprising stuff. I actually got to, I was lucky enough to, uh, sort of on a whim, got to see Bright Adams playing um, at. Uh, Oh, what's the Golden State Warriors home ground centre in San Fran? Anyway, but um, Joan Jett was the support act. That's pretty cool. Interesting. That was awesome. Oh, she, seriously, she kicked it. She rocked. That was, was, I really surprised back at it. There you go. There you go, buddies. They've got two different um, support bands. Yeah, they do because uh, uh, Charlotte and the Harlots and Body Jar. I haven't seen Body Jar for a while. Body Jar, wow. And friends of, friends of Rom. Oh, yeah. wow. Which I, I saw, I I saw Friends of Rom at Good Things, actually. Um, yeah. But I, I knew saw, one um, song. That <laughs> nice. Obviously, since we were listening to them in the 90s. Um, they've had some, they've they had they, they have had at least one or two albums since yeah, the 90s. Yeah. And they're completely different from what I could tell. <laughs> okay. is, it, um, is it easy listening stuff now, is it? No, like, no, no, no. It's more, it's more, it's more metal now than it was. Oh, they've lent each other. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I actually saw um, Lagwagon play locally. Uh, weirdly enough, they were playing in Canberra because it was one of the first places that they played at when they came to Australia and they were sort of doing like a... Um, a tour where, like, when you bought the tickets, you could put in a song request and they'd play the requests. Oh, well, wow, that's at cool. that gig. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, one of the guys from Lagwagon couldn't make it, so the doctor filled in on guitar for him. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Which was, yeah, which well, was he pretty played, cool. He played with Pennywise 
yeah. Pennywise with right. things as well. So. This is this is just like nineties, you know, <laughs> alternative rock band. Oh, you yeah. know. Every every t shirt that every you know, every, you know, flannel wearing kit, you know, baggy baggy pant wearing guy wore during, you know, the late nineties. <laughs> I love it, don't get me wrong. This is I'm just seeing T-shirt. Well, it was quite, it was quite funny eye. actually because we're in the we're sort of up pretty close watching Pennywise, and I turn around and it's like there was people older than me moshing Pennywise. It's like there you go. Oh, there, there, was, there was still some young people, but yeah, there was like a lot of old people. So there you go. When I was at Lagwagon, there was like a fucking sixty-year-old dude right at the front. I'm like, "The fuck are you doing here? You're gonna die!" It's no longer it's no longer a medical tent, it's a physio tent at the back. So you kind of (laughs) go from the mosh pit, they carry you out and take you straight to the Cairo and the the physio. You get your private health insurance card and go. But uh, I also saw uh, me first in the Gimme Gimme's playing Canberra too. Oh, Oh, that would be good. Yeah, I think it was while you were overseas. I didn't even know they were still still going. Yeah, uh, yeah, wow. yeah, they're still kicking. Um, they weren't doing a greatest hits kind of thing. It was just sort of they showed up. That was um, everyone but Joey was in the me first thing, but I think that's because Lagwagon was already on tour. Yeah, okay. I um, I found some Lagwagon records the other day, actually. Got a couple nice. of their records. Yeah, um, some Billy Joel. Oh, songs and there was also there. um, fucking what's his name, Frank Turner. You were oh, playing yeah. in Canberra too. Yes, he's seen a fair bit. Yeah, nice, nice folksy punk. Yeah, that went down there a rabbit go. hole. I didn't think we were going to yeah. go down. <laughs> <Sorry, Walker. laughs> no, no, the guy was good. It's probably something we should probably something we should talk. We never talk about music. It's always a no. Band. What do we? No. Sounds like we got pretty some taste of music anyway. So yeah. I don't understand half of what you said, but yeah, we do definitely have. A oh, good. okay. <laughs> it's all good. I, like I said, yeah. that's all I got. Um, <laughs> oh, look, uh, yeah, I've I've been I've been down the the TikTok music rabbit hole, so I've been finding all kinds of new stuff. And, oh, so um, you've been listening to Caramel Dancing and who? <laughs> <laughs> The fuck? What did you just say? Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. It's it's a um popular Swedish kind of Japanese song. It's fucking wild. <laughs> that sounds wild. S- Swedish and Japanese is in a mix. I would have expected. And I'm yeah. pretty sure it's made in Swedish, but like if you listen to it, it sounds like J-pop. Wow. <laughs> Swedish yeah. J-pop. Mm-hmm. It's Lost a, on Lesbian Cave, the home of Swedish J-pop. That, that, sounds, that sounds like something you, you, you hear in a uh, university magazine. Someone doing a review of some you know, edgy new band. It's like, yeah, these guys are like a unique blend of Swedish J-pop. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Those two shouldn't go together. <laughs> Not at all. That's uh, impossible. And it's probably like a song that you would have heard. Yeah. But not known what it is, but... I, I was like, what the fuck is this song? And I looked it up. I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. I hope I don't have to hear that again. Sp- speaking <laughs> and then, of, speaking then TikTok's of TikTok. like, actually, you've listened yeah. to this before. Speaking of TikTok, I actually started following a guy named Connor Price. He's an ex. Um, he's, he's from Vancouver. And he does these. He's a, he's a rapper. But it's kind of, it's not gangster rap it's kind of more i don't know how to explain it. it's kind of poutine fairly, rap huh what 
What? Poutine wrap. Poutine wrap. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the? Yeah, it, it's really good. Like he does, um, he does. He did this series on TikTok where he basically just grabbed a globe, spun it, and tried to find a collab in another country, and he's just ended up doing stuff with people like in Germany and uh-huh. he did, got one in Australia, um, Nigeria. Um, he still got all his money too. Um, you know, like all these really cool collabs, but. Like some of the music he found he the Prince really of Nigeria, good. did he? That was actually yeah. He found that money. Nigerian Prince we've all been looking yeah, for. What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> Connor Connor Price. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, another there's another TikTok rapper that does it as well. Um, mm. Yeah, I've seen one that just I don't know what they're on. They they Echo? make E K O H. He's okay. He's he's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah there's right. one I've seen that randomly like I don't know what they face. It's a roulette FaceTime type of thing, and um, he'll just get the person and start rapping uh, like freestyle rap for them oh, cool. after explaining stuff to them but um, Ren was the one that I fell, found through the rapper I found through um, TikTok uh, last year he's really yeah, good I think I've heard of that yeah interesting so he, is it Ari, hit, R-E-N? yeah R-E-N so he mm. um, he hit number the one redhead on the, guy nah is he redhead Jesus I've watched so much of his shit and he's oh no the English guy is he English yeah, yeah he hit number one oh. in the UK last oh, year yeah, Welsh yeah. rap Wow, and um, the the lyrics he's putting out, and and then it, it's watching not just watching his clips because he does some far out there videos, and um, it looks like the, the guy point, from um, what's that gangster yeah, TV he's, show? Um, he's had he's had a fucking he's had a rough life. I tell you that right now because I watch a lot of um, you know bits on him where he talks about his, his stuff and, and interviews with people and stuff like that. But um, then you watch the reactions to his stuff and. Um, like one of his songs is about domestic violence and the way he uses the guitar to tell the story like he does an actual rewind part and he plays the night like he plays the guitar like he's like it's actually rewinding stuff because he goes we're going to go back to the start here oh wow and then he starts tapping on the thing when he's when he's referencing the person punching her um and just some of the stuff he does and then i was watching the guy who commentating over the film clip he did who was the the videographer and he goes this is the point here of no return right he has to he spits lyrics at like random like really fast rate at this point of the thing but he's in a massively expensive t- tuxedo with, or not tux but a suit and then they turn the sprinklers on and all the magician, magicians ugh, all the people in the background playing the music all get saturated so they can't redo it because all the shit's just wrecked so he has to get it perfect from that point onwards yeah, right. And, and she, yeah, he's, yeah, and yeah, he's a, really he good. doesn't. He's the guy who did the cover of Bittersweet Symphony. Yes, yes, yeah. he oh, did. Okay. He's, on the, he's on the walls or something, and he's. It it sounds brilliant too. So yeah, he's he's really good if you can check out some of his stuff. But um, Dax was another one that, not quite oh not quite rap, but um, it I've I've got a couple where they sit there and they record the video with themselves. So he'll be the producer. The guy will walk in. And it's himself then rapping. Or himself. Oh yeah, Connor mm-hmm. Boss does that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a few. There's a, I think there's a few that do that. Yeah, there's do a few that. that do that. And I think Echo, Echo does that as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You know, there, there, there's some good stuff as well. But Dax end up. He did. He does the other one. That he does is um, he'll he'll do like a chorus and then he'll leave it blank for you to for anyone to do um, 
the verse. Yeah, there's and a that, few that have done that, eh? Yeah, mm. and, and then he reacts to those, and like, and then he, there's a country, uh, an ex, an old country singer that did one, and like a proper thing, and ended up releasing it as an album, and yeah, well. as a single and shit. So, the, the, the music TikTok rabbit hole is big, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, found a lot of country music this year, last year as well. So, randomly got into that kind of stuff. So, yeah, who have, you, who have you found there? Uh, so Ashley Cook was one. She's a female singer over there. Um, Nate Smith is another one I picked up. Yep. Um, Luke Coombs I didn't pick up, but I picked up through Spotify uh, because he's obviously massive at the moment. And yeah. um, the Spotify picked up and threw I'm, him in I'm there. I've got a as good well. one for you. Uh, let me just find out who he is. Uh, I never remember his name. Zach Bryan. Okay. He, he's, a, he's a good one. Yeah. Something in the Oranges is a good song of his. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's been checking out. You'd be lucky, I reckon. Yeah, no, so that kind of stuff has been... Yeah, and, and people doing covers and shit like that. I'm enjoying that kind of stuff. So, anyway, whatever. I, I just... The mindless... At the moment, I've got it on my PC, auto-scroll, and I'll sit there and do paperwork, and I'll just have TikTok scrolling through, chucking stuff at me. Just wish um, I could get it to auto-scroll on my fucking phone, so I'm not listening to the same thing <laughs> 20 times while I'm, like, I've sat my phone down to, like, fill up a glass or something it's like yeah i've actually set up a smart you can actually do smart um what is it called smart shuffle on spotify and what it does it'll play like i've got a like songs playlist it's freaking 11 100 (laughs) songs long of all sorts of random shit but it'll actually every two songs it'll actually go out and go oh you've been listening to something you know that you're not skipping Oh, so how about this? And I've found a bunch of really cool stuff that way. Well, it has a discovery mix I think you can do as well. Um, Yeah, right. But even if you just let it play after you finish whatever you're listening to, it'll keep going. Yeah, it'll keep going into other stuff. I did it once, and I did it for a full eight hours, and I found it was not one song that I didn't like. I actually put it up on on my Facebook. It was like, it was all 90s stuff, all the grunge sort of stuff, but I went through the whole lot, and there was not one song I didn't like. Nice. Yeah, no, I get it right times. Spotify was where I spent most of my time last year. I I know with the Spotify rap, it showed me what the stupid amount of hours that I was um, putting into it over the years. And just randomly, the top five were Matchbox 20, Google Doll, and Ashley Cook with with three of the, like, that. They were my top five. They made made up the, the top five songs. So I'll be seeing two of those next year, or this year, sorry. So. And I, I wasn't by choice, so it wasn't uh, that wasn't what I was focusing on. It just happened to be the, as it said, I just let it run, and that's how I focus on my music. And I think that's the easiest way to do it. I, yeah, it's just whatever comes up next, and that that was what was my paperwork thing. So I'd sit there and have it on while I'm doing paperwork. So. But now it's TikTok, so something different. Nice. Yeah, but that's it. We've we've gone on for an hour and a half now, so that's a ninety-minute episode. Thank you very much, everyone. Enjoy. Uh, quickly. We'll do this again in a month. We'll have a different type of thing we'll do uh, for it. But I have got Wes, average game of Wes in for two weeks' time. I've got to loop him into the Discord somewhere so we can start chatting about it. But, um, yeah, you guys are interested and keen in doing that episode, a bit of a mental health check-in? Yeah, yeah sounds good. Yeah, yeah sweet. So we're, the first half of the year we're raising money for Cancer Council uh, with our box rally that we're doing. Uh, so lockedonlads.com slash charity. Uh, if you want to find out more about that, uh, listen to probably the last episode of the iRacing podcast or my Ramblings podcast episode that came up 
um, or there'll be more content coming up fairly soon about it. But um, yeah, we'll raise five grand for Cancer Council for that. But the second half of the year will be a mental health thing we'll push. But uh, Wes has got many uh, great episodes of, of a few different mental health podcasts that he's done. So he's a, not an expert in the field. He definitely won't just won't let me say that. But he um, he does know his stuff and he's done some really good content around it. So it'd be good to have him on once a month to sort of check in and talk to people. And we want to sort of do a, I, I want to do, we haven't talked to you guys about any of this, but um, some listener, uh, if uh, some uh, audience questions kind of thing or um, yeah. uh, things like that um, or stories from people. Cause I can tell you now I've, I can feel a season with the stories I've had over the last couple of weeks slash months slash years, um, especially uh, friends of mine just recently are going through some bad shit so um, it'll be good to air some stuff and talk about some stuff but I'll leave all that for then but um, yeah I look forward to bringing that content to you but yeah you'll hear this type of an episode once a month and you'll hear that type of an episode on the alternate fortnight of the month so yeah think up a topic for next episode guys or I'll put it out on Facebook see if there's any good topics you want to talk about for the gaming side of stuff and the music yep. and the TV or whatever cooking uh, because I'm still cooking a fair bit which is pretty cool but um, yeah thank you everyone for your time tonight any final words I, I don't even I can't share that where, where to find me so I don't know where to find you guys do you anyone want to shout themselves out nah well, I mean, you can find really. me on... Butters, Butters is a streamer. So Butters, Butters, yeah, people... yeah, he's a resident streamer these days. Where can people find you, mate? Doing your yeah, uh, user you can, shit. You can find me on uh, Twitch.tv slash MrButterSocks. There you go. Uh, do that, I, I play a variety of Yakuza games there. That's it. Otherwise, <laughs> Locked On Lads on Twitch uh, and Locked On Lads on Facebook is the main place we have our content. And that's about it, to be honest. McDad, are you on Twitter anymore? Slash X? <laughs> No. no. Well, I'm still there, but... <laughs> yeah. I keep on trying to get into it, and I'm just like, I can't. Oh, the only thing I see is Stevie post. Yeah. Yeah, bought yeah, pink I'll, donuts I'll and monster drinks. Yeah, I'll occasionally chat to people on Twitter, yeah. but I don't really use it anymore. I, I keep on going to put stuff up on TikTok, but um, I just haven't found a motivation yet. But I might. We'll see. I've got, I record stuff in horizontal mode. Portrait uh, um, mode. We'll go the twit, the actual Twitch clip conversion to TikTok. Yeah, I've got that as well. Really good. It, yeah. I've I've reinvigorated the half-assed attempt at a secondary TikTok account for just doing Star Citizen stuff, and um, it like you do a clip. Get yeah. the clip to the right size within about ten minutes. You've got something that's yeah. you know passable, and as long as hmm. you tag it right, you'll get some some t- content out there. So, you know, yeah. No, I, I was doing that with my eye racing clips for for a while there because you can actually cut um, the one I use, which is an off-brand of um, offshoot of Streamlabs. I think you can mm. you can pick the webcam and then put it like you can have four or five different spots and then turn it into a portrait mode yeah well um, twitch does it natively almost now like okay. to, a, to a reasonable level okay. it's, it's pretty cool like for OB, well, yeah OB, i've got an obs um add-on so i, I do I, i've just got to get the effort into it oh yeah uh, it takes time yeah, yeah. so um but yeah I'll, I'll be streaming a bit more lately soon hopefully and uh we'll be racing once a month uh, once a week sorry on thursday night so keep an eye out for that um that's it have a yeah. great night yeah. all um We'll see you next time. Have a good... Yeah, that's it. I'm going to throw out an episode anymore, so have a good night. See you, bye. <laughs> bye. bye. Catch up. <laughs>